Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Setting the Sign, which is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, the Guitar Ninja Academy. Today's episode is all about the band A Thousand Thoughts. Stick around because we'll be sharing tracks from the band as well as talking to the band's frontman Ethan. That's all coming on today's show. Okay everyone, welcome to today's episode. As you heard me mention in the intro, today is all about the band A Thousand Thoughts. Um, I'll be kicking off with a song called Control from the guys, and then we'll be heading straight to our interview with Ethan, and then we'll be closing out the show with really the track that really, it's an oldie, but it's a goldie. Um, it's a track called This One's For You, and it really showcases for me um, Ethan's songwriting talents, um, both as a musician and as, you know, a human, I guess, you know, really dialing into these lyrics are really meaningful. So, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Stick around because that's all coming on today's show. Looking down the barrel of a hard mark sleeve, I push aside what you do to me. It's tough to give affection when you don't receive enough. You take what you want. Swallow my pride So if you draw that I don't say a word Cause 
so Setlist Hunt is pleased to welcome Ethan from A Thousand Thoughts. Welcome, Ethan. Hello. Hello, buddy. Um, firstly, thank you for taking the time out of your precious day to join me. I appreciate you're very busy at the moment. I've seen lots of um, footage of you cooking away like a chef in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, man's just been uh, recording loads of like different vocal covers and stuff just to show people that I've been seeing stuff going out there and everything and writing loads. So Makes no, sense. Thank you for having me, man, honestly. No, not a problem, man, not a problem. It's uh, nice to get you on the show. Um, today, you guys have got a, pr a pretty impressive back catalogue, to be fair. Um, in 2019, we saw singles and EPs Ignite, Saviour, um, Change featuring Diego Jackson, but pronounced that correctly. 2020 saw Stigma, uh, the first wave EP, Heads and Tails, and this year we have seen the release of Control, which for those of you who don't know, is out now, I believe, unlimited edition vinyl through Martian Records. I will be putting the link in there. You'd be a fool not to go and pick this vinyl up, trust me. Um, Ethan, for, those, for me, I know who your influences are, but what kind of influenced yourself and, and the rest of the guys there in the band? Um, what, just an influence on uh, our music as a whole, or...? Yeah, kind of like what what's brought you like kind of you bring to the table because that's what you've listened to or what's inspiring you at the moment. Yeah. To the table. Um, I, I mean, I'd say uh, early two uh, early two thousands is a huge huge mm -hmm. influence on what we're doing now. So you've got like Linkin Park are probably one of the biggest ones. Um, Limp Biscuit as well. Uh, <laughs> for like in terms of like riffing and uh, they're a huge in inspiration for that. Um. I mean, all the other boys, they, they all have their own individual influences as well for, for what they do. Uh, for me, it's always like bands like Avenged, um, Bring Me, Linkin Park, it always comes back to those guys. But like Papa Roach as well, you know, mm -hmm. Imagine Dragons, 21 Pilots, like there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them that kind of like mix, mix old school with new school and kind of that's, yeah. that's what we're trying to do really. Yeah, definitely. I um I first met yourself uh, what seems like a lifetime ago now. Um, yeah. Uh, I went for those people that don't know. I went to a battle of the bands in Milton Keynes to support um one of my friends who was in pop punk bands, and um I really hope they came away and did well. Unfortunately, I think they came second or third, which strangely enough I wasn't disappointed by that. And the reason behind it is I met a band at the time. They were called Elsewhere, uh, formerly known as, uh, who. Yep. These crafty little devils only went on one battle of the bands. And yeah, to a lot of people, you'd be a bit bummed out that your mates didn't win, but I came away really happy and excited. Why? Because I saw Elsewhere, who are now Thousand Thoughts, and I thought, these guys are really, really awesome. Um, a few months passed. They were really, really, really generous to come down from Northampton. Um, they all sort of scattered around, you know, down the south, Milton Keynes, London at the time. Came to Northampton, played the rest of the show. Unfortunately, I hadn't seen Ethan... Um, or any of the lads for a long time, like about four years, until very, very recently, where they've just completed a tour with Led by Lampkins, which was absolutely awesome to be a part of. Um, yourself, yeah, man, it was nice to be back on the road, honestly. That's, you've just literally answered the question, so that's what I asked you, mate. What oh, there we like? go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, awesome. What's that, what's that like, mate? It's, it, for me, it felt like, I suppose for, as a fan, it feels very weird. It's still taking time thinking that life music's back, and it's back, like we've had music, while this pandemic's been ongoing, but it's kind of been with restrictions, and to me, that doesn't feel like life music when you've got to sit there and you can't jump up around and sing because you've got your face covered and you're, you're sitting on a chair. That, to me, that's not really a live music experience, and that's why I didn't do any yeah. live music. So yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just a completely different thing, isn't it? Like, when you're 
actually there, you're in the room, you're experiencing it, it's just, there's this kind of, there's this feeling that's, you know, it's ineffable. You, it's, it's an amazing feeling that you will never be able to describe. Um, when you when you watch something behind a screen, you know it's 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 good, um, and it's been a good way of you know keeping things going throughout the pandemic. But just having a sense of everyone being all together, it's just you can't you can't beat it. You can't. No, one hundred percent. I think like the biggest thing for me that was different this time, unfortunately, um, this um, if you like formation of mm. um, a thousand sports is very very different from the last one I saw. Unfortunately a couple of lads that are no longer part of the band, and that's, that's unfortunate, yeah. but I wasn't disappointed. I, I feel that the guys that are in now are very, very talented guys, and I came away, and I was like, I said to my wife, it's like, how does Ethan do it? She goes, do what? I was like, well, he's like a magnet for attracting really awesome musicians, you know, whether it be the previous lads like Jack, Matt, to these new lads that are just as talented, you know, they, they're, all, they're not the same, obviously, they have their different styles and tones, but yeah, how do you kind of, that. That's an achievement, mate. <laughs> it's it's just um, I mean, I met Will and Tom, who are the uh, two Dakai in the band. I actually met Will at university, um, because I, I was studying songwriting, um, there, and he was also I think he was might have been studying production. I could be wrong, um, either that or guitaring. I'm I'm not too sure, um. <laughs> But he was in the year above me. I met him through people who were in my class. Um, and as it, as it happens, uh, Will actually grew up with Tom, who is now the lead guitarist of the band. So it's just, it's just the networking side of it, I guess, um, in a way. That, but it, it, it's, le it's led us to now, which is really, really cool. And, you know, um, where we are now, although it's uh, a different lineup, I feel like, I feel like with Tom's riffing, for example, as well. Tom couldn't make it for the interview today because um, he had his uh, second jab. He's feeling a little bit rough. But um, it's cool. We've all we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he's he's just um, he's brought this element into the band of like we we've become very much riff heavy now, um, which is cool. So it's it's just nice to be surrounded by the guys. I mean, Adams, Adams, incredible. Um, he's 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 a wicked drummer, and you got Will, and Will's Will's incredible as a guitarist as well, and uh, he also does his uh live streaming as well, um, because he's a Twitch streamer. Oh, that's um, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So he he does uh his Twitch streams. He used to play Guitar Hero, but he's um he's he's moved away from that now. He did he did like set a rel world record, um, on you know through the fire and flame. Yeah, yeah, like Dragonfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he did like a hundred and sixty-five percent speed. Like it's absolute <laughs> madness. <laughs> yeah, the guy's the guy's a lunatic, but he's doing Rocksmith now, so he's actually like playing the real guitar on stream and stuff, which is cool. And and Tom, Tom as well, like he's just he he he's wicked at coming up with riff ideas. Um, everything's a lot quicker now. Everything's a lot. Um, I don't know. It just feels like it's all elevated now, which is nice. Yeah, it's definitely like. I know one of the unfortunate things about the tour pre-tours, unfortunately, um, was it Matt, unfortunately, decided to step away from the band. So, unfortunately, yeah. during the tour, fair play to you guys, you made it work. It, there was no basis, which no. It, I, I don't feel personally ruined it. Um, it didn't ruin any of the shows. I definitely feel like I said throughout the show, getting one is going to seriously um, round out that sandwich, you know, but you did well yeah. to 
crack on basically the show must go on literally yeah no i mean it's cool because like uh, ramesh who um has previously mixed in in fact th- th- he's done all our back catalogue um to to date um and he was uh he, he's a lovely guy and he uh gave us the backing tracks with the bass on them so we were able to you know do do the tour without a bassist we're not completely pushing the idea away of getting one in but we're definitely in a place now where we're like we need we just need it to fit the dynamic um and if it can't uh, if we can't find someone we can't si- find someone you know and i think we can we can continue on without one but it would be definitely nice to explore you know getting someone in at some point for sure it would be nice yeah. Agreed. I'm glad you mentioned um, Ramesh because um, I'm going to give him a shout. He's the guy is an absolute legend. I've not met him personally, but yeah, I yeah. know his work through the world community scene, bands like Pizza Dark Houses, a few of his friends. I think he even works on bands like Blackout. He is an absolute legend. How the hell did you lucky devils get in with Ramesh? Because like I say, he is, <laughs> he is a genius. He's a legend. Do you know what? We're, we were, we're quite lucky, to be honest, to, to have Ramesh doing that, you know, with Ramesh being as incredible as he is, um, for a band like us, especially like with the signing and everything, um, because when when we actually started speaking to Marshall, you know, it was it was actually from that battle of the bands that I met you at. Um, mm. So um, with Ramesh, it was like we got lucky in the sense that we signed the deal with the label. The label helped us um, connect with Ramesh. Um, Without the label, to be honest, we, whether we we'd have worked with Ramesh, maybe at some point in life, don't know. But it's just we we were very very fortunate, to be fair. No, I agree with that. Like that's not necessarily knocking anyone that's trying or anything like that. But it's yeah yeah yeah. He's he is without blowing smoke up his back hole. He is top notch, and unfortunately, he's not actually going to take anyone off the street with no no disrespect. Um, no, exactly exactly that. Um, you know he's going to be mixing these tracks he's going to be doing stuff on them his name's going to be there you know he's going to want to like make sure he's happy with the song before he works on it like that's just standard so it's it's very um it's very cool that you know he he likes what we were doing and wanted to do it this is this is a guy if i remember right didn't he mix Grimmy horizons live at um the uh, royal albert show as well so yeah yeah, yeah, he's 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 not putting his name (laughs) do you know what i mean starting bands off the street um so yeah no that's absolutely awesome dude i'm i'm really happy that's called off and obviously marshall's a massive achievement you know i've I've looked at their roster a few times over the last six to eight months and there's some interesting names on it like press amico and obviously yourselves and i'm gonna lie i've kind of forgotten the others it's really naughty but (laughs) it's a really good label to kind of that's emerging that's getting itself in the game yeah yeah so press amico they're 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 just amazing like they're lovely guys um being on the label like we've got a lot closer to Prestamico now and uh we're also under the same management as them so like we've just become really good friends um they recently signed nova twins as well which is really yeah cool. that ca- i think that came out yesterday or today um yeah that's yeah, been yeah. something to keep an eye on absolutely absolutely um and obviously like jen and the degenerates as well uh our recent signing on marshall um they're really cool as well um I think I know I know things, but I don't know whether it's out, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, no, it's better, it's better to keep you. Um, Absolutely. You no, know, <laughs> it's out like clean. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, just give me a bounce back to the tour, see, like, 
one of the things which um, I'm seeing more and more of, unfortunately, and it came more about about Bloodstock, is bands who unfortunately have to drop out because one member, either of the band or even the crew, is getting like. Yeah. I remember, um, I, d- I don't know the guy's name, so I'm really apologise, but um, the guy that was touring, um, doing the tour drive for you guys, I overheard him saying to one of the other lads outside, you know, that if one person gets it, it's literally game over. What yeah. does that kind of feel like? That, that must have been kind of like intense pressure. Like, on one hand, you were allowed to tour, but... Yeah. <laughs> like it's a shame because, it, well, uh, understandable, and uh, I'm, I'm definitely for it, purely because of the fact that... It's, it's been it's been a terrible year, and as much as it's held things back, I think it's very important, especially where we are now, to to make sure that we're not spreading it anymore. But um, yeah, like while we were on the tour, for example, like a couple of the venues I know, London was one of them. It was like you have to do a test before before you play. Mm. That's great, like that's that's all good. But the people coming into the shows, you know, I don't think there was that kind of they have to do a test before they come down, which I find very interesting because it's like if anybody's going to be spreading it more than anyone realistically, it's probably the people in the crowd rather than the people on the stage. Um, But it's still like we've got to be responsible. But um, it was the case of if we did test positive at any point, that would be it. Um, We wouldn't be able to play uh the tour would be over which uh is a nightmare to think about it's just that extra bit of stress because then it's like oh, i hope i don't catch it at this show because otherwise that show is going to be cancelled and that's just not ideal mm. um but we didn't test positive once on on the tour which is great so absolutely it's absolutely phenomenal and you you are correct like there was um I was under the impression that a lot of venues were asking people to do lack of flow and, and prove that, yeah. but they weren't. So, yeah, I get where you're coming from. It's a bit weird, this, because it's obviously been being banded around a lot about COVID passports. I'm not sure what your thoughts are, but the idea is that a lot of big venues, like your academies, would be saying, yeah. if you come into a show, we need you to prove a COVID passport. And on one hand, it's like, that's great, but mm-hmm. as we all know, being jabbed doesn't stop you getting COVID. No, absolutely. And look, the jab is... is lowering the risk of being ho- hospitalised, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Than, it's yeah. yeah. Exactly. My understanding is that, unfortunately, you can still get it, but you shouldn't get the symptoms as worse. And, uh, yeah. And I th- it's, it's a weird one, because like, a lot of people are like, oh, that's infringing my rights, and you can't make me have a passport. It's like, I get it. I get the argument for not having one, but equally, what are venues meant to do and, and everything to ensure that everything is safe? Like, so either a lack of flow test or a passport. And if you don't want to You've got to take the precautions, you know? Like, if uh, having a passport, I think would be a good idea because then it's it's a way of being like okay like you've yeah. you've you've had your jab you know you've 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 done you've done the things that you need to do in order to minimize the risk um so i i, I mean i'm for it but what at the same care? time it's yeah it's 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 one of those things where um i mean uh, i i don't know whether this is maybe a bit too personal but uh, over, over like the part the years back you know mum got very unwell um and last year at the beginning of the pandemic we found out that you know the the cancer cancer was gone not that she's not completely gone obviously she's got to get her checkups but yeah it's just been one of those years where i've been like shielding and stuff and i've been staying at home and i've been doing doing my bit so like anything that kind of you know links to the whole minimalizing risk i'm all for it 
yeah, no, one hundred percent. Um, I agree. I couldn't. I couldn't have said it better myself. It's just one of those things. Unfortunately, I think what people have to try and do is. I know it's it's hard. We've all got a mixture of emotions, but for what last sixteen, eighteen months, that's why I was really impressed with yourself personally for going around with your mask on outside the venue and inside the venue. Um, yeah. It's you've got to all support because a lot of these venues been on their arse literally for eighteen months and. A lot yeah. of bands have been on their ass, so it's really important that we try and keep going and keep pushing through. So, yeah, no. I, it's killed the scene a lot, hasn't it? Like, loads of venues shutting and bands splitting up as well. Like, it's just been it's been crazy. People losing their jobs as well. Yeah, Mental. sadly. Yeah, really, it's, it's true. Like, I don't actually noticed, but um, literally, this, the, the venue that I saw at Cork Lounge, which is literally down the road from me, not too far from London, I love yeah. that place so much, and I saw throughout the pandemic they were applying for funding and then they were just wait to get funding. And I know a lot of venues didn't get that, and like you say, they've yeah. gone, and it's yeah, it's, it's horrible because with all due respect, the music scene's always been a bit fragile and it doesn't yeah. take much. I was speaking to a couple of mates who are in bands themselves, like, wow, because it's like, how do you feel about going back to shows? Like, it was always a bit of a struggle to get people out and then to buy your merch. Now even more so, those people haven't got jobs to go. It's yeah. it's a double-edged sword. It's horrible, but... It really is, yeah. Never mind, it is what it is. Um, yeah, aside from um, obviously being on tour with, with those guys, Led by Lantern, what, what did you learn? Was there anything that you learned off this tour, or whether it be from Led by Lantern to the way they conduct themselves, or just about being out on the road again? Uh, it was just more, um, you know, with being away from it for so long, um... <laughs> I mean, I might be speaking for myself here, but maybe I'm speaking for other people too. Like during lockdown, it's very easy to graze and stuff, just because like there's nothing else to do, <laughs> and it it get, you get it comes to the tour, and it's like you've got to get into this go fit place. But then like during the tour, the first f- first few shows they were cool, but then as the tour's going on, and I was I was trying to remain so fit all throughout and I was doing the warm-ups and stuff like that and I was getting back into the habit of everything um, but it is like as as it goes along it gets stronger and stronger and it gets to the end of the tour and then you're like oh the tour's ended and like you're at you're at this like all-time high but I think if anything if anything that was learned on the tour to be honest it was just like getting back into that habit again getting back into that cycle and kind of being prepared mentally to um, you know, just do it and go for it and be on form, I guess, in a way. Yeah, no, like, for you personally, I obviously can't speak for every other band out there, but did you have any sort of apprehensions or fears about, like, could you, not could you still do it, obviously, of course you can, but was there anything that, oh, God, do I still remember that? Do I, you know? Yeah, like uh, lyrics are always one of the things. Like, it's it's mad. Even if you write your own lyrics, you still, like, have moments where you think you're going to forget them, and... Uh, that's one of the things, hitting high notes as well, always got that in my mind where it was like, oh, what if I can't reach that note tonight? Like, what if I'm losing my... Or you wake up the next morning after the show and you might, like, when you wake up with your little morning voice and you've got the you've got the rasp and the vo- vocal's in a bit of a fry state, there's always that mentality of, oh, shit, am I going to be able to, like, do it tonight? Am I, am I going to be able to do it? Um... So yeah, there there is a little bit of apprehension there. There is a little bit of nerves that that always hit before, but um, we seem to pull through all of us, which which I'm really chuffed with. And Led by Lanterns are just really awesome to have in us, and 
they're just awesome guys as well in general. Um, so it was just a really cool experience altogether. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I enjoyed what I saw from the I couldn't sit around too long for them um, as they were coming the next day. I needed to make sure I was fresh and ready for But what I saw of them was pretty cool. I like they told us about how um, they toured in Europe and because no one really knew them, they pulled out a cover and that's kind of what, you know. Yeah. Had, yeah, and I was like, that's pretty cool to be fair. It was the, it was the Dua Lipa one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not a bad cover. It was all right, actually. It's not a bad cover. It's quite, quite Yeah, really, really good. I certainly um, would recommend just, you know, Death by Lambs and Tour and with people and go and go and check them out. And of course, go check out Falcon Court. Always go and yeah, check yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, do places. that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, have you got any like sort of favourite songs that you perform? Like my favourite song from you guys, just purely because um, of how sort of passionate it is. Um, I've got this bit on my pocket guard list, which is really bad. Um, it's called My Beautiful Heart. It's there. I can remember the lyrics, but I can't remember the title. Yeah, this was you. So this one for you is like my personal favourite and pretty awesome moon play bar. And I, I think the only negative that I've got to say for you about not when I saw you on tour was you not playing guitar. But I got why you don't. Ah uh, <laughs> That's probably my only negative one. Oh yeah, because I used to play guitar. You used to yeah. elsewhere, yeah. 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 In another life. That's what, that's <laughs> why because it was it, it was it was Jack and then it and then it was me guitar um whereas now because it's will and tom i don't need to play guitar anymore but, no, but then true. then again we might have some songs where sometimes i can pick up a guitar never know you never know you never know <laughs> is, is there anything that you really enjoyed performing live um really enjoyed performing live do you know what uh, i really like playing perspective live uh for me is one of my favorites to play i think uh as well as that out of the new stuff, I think Heads or Tails for me is my favourite one to play, just because I feel like it's it's the moment in the set where I can just kind of try and encourage people to kind of just kind of you know bounce a bit, um, and then you've got the breakdown where it can kind of you can have the circle pit moment yeah, yeah. nerf, um, and I feel like it's a simple enough song in the chorus you can try and encourage people to, you know, chant it back. So I feel like for me, I feel, I, I, I feel heads or tails is a special moment um, that I, I, I like. But also, uh, there is, <laughs> I think, one of my favourite tracks to play we haven't played yet, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think um, heads or tails is pretty cool. Perspective is really awesome. Your set's definitely got a lot of energy. And I think for anyone that doesn't know of a Falcon Court and certainly not seen you play live, just because you guys, I know you guys have touched up like influences from new metal and other influences, but I think they get that hearing and seeing you guys live, the whole new metal influence and obviously they can understand mm. us. But um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, let's have a look. What else have I got for you? Was there any highlights or memories from the tour anything funny happening uh <laughs> do you know what? there was one thing that just came into my mind and i don't even want to say it because it drove us insane after the tour ended i think the majority of us even the manager was like thinking about it for the whole week after the tour because it just really really grated on us will was in charge of the music on the on the <laughs> in the van uh, right. and, he w and he was just playing 
he was playing things that he, he was playing stupid music. But when I say stupid, music's amazing. Love music. I appreciate every single genre. But <laughs> he was playing this artist. Um, it was like a comedy thing. It was not serious in the slightest. And he just wouldn't stop playing it. And it was on repeat. And he wouldn't change it to anything else. It was just constantly that. And if it wasn't that, he was playing this Meshuggah song that has like this two-minute intro. And it's just the same thing over and over again. Um, and I love Meshuggah. But w he was just basically purposefully driving us insane on the van before every show, whenever we traveled anywhere. Um, and I, I, re <laughs> I was shared a room with him one night and <laughs> he, he went into the shower. I was sitting watching TV and I, I hear him playing that music, that same playlist he put on in the van. He was playing it while he was in the shower and I was sitting there like, oh my God driving us insane completely so that was one of the funny moments to be fair like as annoying as it was it was it was actually quite hilarious i feel bad for you because having that being on repeat in a van with no aircon oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no aircon i heard about this van with no aircon <laughs> yeah so. we had zero aircon and it was the hottest week as well <laughs> it was, it was, it, it was that week to be fair it was a horribly hot week, and we had no aircon. The only aircon that we got was natural aircon when the windows were open at the front, but there were no windows at the back of the van, so everyone was just boiling. And the van, on a pl on a plus side of it, like there there was a PS4, but the negative side of that was there were no controllers, so we were just like sitting at the back dying um, in the van the whole time whilst listening to Will's repetitive playlist i love that i love the fact that it's like uh the van's like a carrot you know it, gi it gives and it takes away it takes away it gives you a ps4 but it takes away the controllers yeah, and it's, the, it's that dangling carrot it's that <laughs> yeah. da you're, you're the rabbit and this is a dangling carrot uh, maybe um if anyone like wants a recommendation like don't you know say to them that this is the van to hire this is the tour company or whatever but yeah. take your controllers <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and if any of the, if anyone watching or listening, wherever, wherever, however this is going down, if you are going on tour at any point, make sure you get a van with aircon. Just do it, honestly, and also even get someone to make you a good playlist. Definitely, even if it's worth like that addition to fifty hundred pounds on your back, your budget, you will thank us later for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thing is, we put together a playlist for the van as well. Like we actually had a playlist ready to listen to and stuff. We even put it on public for everybody who follows us to listen to as well. Yeah. And and we didn't really get to play it at all. <laughs> like, all of that for nothing. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, what's um, what's next for you guys? What have you got booked in the, in the diary next that you're allowed to announce? So, um, we have a show, a single show, uh, on the 4th of September. Uh, that's in Camden at the Fiddler's Elbow. Not too sure what time we're playing, but it's an association. I think it's four as well, Camden Rock. Mm. Um, so that's that's that one. Uh, we do have a new song recorded and ready. Um, I don't know anything more about that, but that's that's all I can say for now. Um, <laughs> cool. There is a German 
uh, tour that we were having that I think we've had to postpone again. So yeah, I saw that unfortunately. I think that's been postponed to next year, hasn't it? Yeah, and there's the Ten Side tour that we're going on, which I believe is in January. I could be totally wrong. Other than that, though, there's nothing really going on. Just like loads of writing. That's that's yeah. pretty much it. Loads and loads of writing. We've got so many new songs that we're just desperate to, you know, properly record and put out to everyone. Um, and hopefully that will be happening very, very, very soon. But there's hundreds of songs being written over the past year, which is exciting. It <laughs> sounds good. It's time for that debut album. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm put, I'm putting the pressure on everyone. Like it's totally time for that, and I agree. I absolutely agree. So awesome. expect to hear something about that at some point. I wonder Hopefully if we can. Um, I wonder if we can hook up Ramesh for that. Get him involved. We shall yeah, see. It's, pro- it's probably going to happen. That's the but we'll see. <laughs> we, <laughs> shall um, see. we shall see. We shall see. Can't let the cat out of the bag just to finish off our time together, buddy, I've got some quick-fire questions. Bit of fun, mm. random stuff. Um, so, who would you like, so who would you like to make a record with, and why? They could be dead or alive. It could be... In fact, you can even have a person. You can even be a band if you want. Oh, a, a band. A band. Could be a, it could be a band or a solo artist. I'd, I'd love to do a collaboration album with either Linkin Park or Limp Bizkit. Yeah, sounds good. Um, do you have, um, unfortunately, as we know, unfortunately, the Lincoln Park will not be sale, but you could be the answer. You could be the answer there to get if, back. If, if, Ch- if Chester was alive, if Chester was alive, um, I definitely, uh, 100%. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen now or, you know, that obviously that's, that's all very uncertain from what I'm aware of, so I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, so the last I heard on that was, they're all apparently open to the idea of coming back. Yeah. But it's yeah. going to be a, a very slow. If it hasn't, like, no disrespect, if it hasn't been slow already, it's going to be even slower. And I think yeah. I get that. I understand. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I reckon probably like early Lincoln Park or Limp Bizkit or whatever. That would that would be it. That's the answer. So that's the, that's the answer. Has to be. Perfect. That's. I'm so happy you said Limp Bizkit because what I'm finding really cool is. Um, I'm a little bit older than yourself, and obviously I went through like, the whole new metal thing as a teenager when it was happening. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was cool to hate Limp Bizkit then, and now it's like Limp Bizkit are back, and they did Lollapalooza, and Fred Durst has come out as like a dad. Well, he's yeah. already old enough to be a dad, but like a proper dad yeah. look. And everyone's like, this is oh, the dude. I think Limp Bizkit have just been, you know, like with the Nickelback thing, you know, yeah. like people love to hate them without actually having a solid reason as to why they don't like them. It would just be like, oh, I hate Limp Bizkit. Well, why do you hate Limp Bizkit? I, I just hate Limp Bizkit. Well, that's not a good enough reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> instrumentally, they're one of the... They're, if, they're, if, if not one of, they are the best, like, instrumentally new metal band. And Fred Durst, as much as it's like a Marmite thing for some people, you know, he's got incredible... He's got an incredible flow. He's lyrically pretty clever as well so you know Limp Bizkit are cool and it's okay to like Limp Bizkit sound like say. it sound like and they put on one hell of a show I've, I've seen them a yeah. couple of times um, I need to try and get some tickets next season I need to try and probably get my group out um, either Brixton or Manchester but yeah they were awesome absolutely awesome yeah, but I, just, absolutely. I just find it I just find it funny how it's like 
it's come back around. It's like it's like the year two thousand is is happening all over again. It <laughs> really is. <laughs> it really is, especially with like the pop punk resurgence, and like there are a lot of bands now that are starting to come forward with new metal. You've got like Tetrarch, who are like modern yeah. corn, um, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's all coming back. Early two thousands is coming back. It's, it's happening. I can stand and Link, and Limp Bizkit are back with dad vibes as well. So I can't wait for that to come out. Actually, that's um, yeah. it's interesting. Um, who would you like to share a cold one with? Um, Again, it could be a, a dead celebrity or a live celebrity. It could be anybody. It doesn't necessarily need to be music related. A uh, dead celebrity would be Chester Bennington. Um, alive, either Mike Shinoda mm-hmm. or um, M Shadows or Sinister Gates. Both are pretty solid choices. I have a feeling if um, if you're going for a drink with Sinister and M Shadows like back in the day, during like the Sick and Diva days, I think you might struggle yeah no <laughs> i probably would if i was if i was drinking with johnny christ i think i'd probably be dead <laughs> those boys could party back in the day definitely yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely um, <laughs> i'm not sure if you're a comic book fan or not but um marvel dc marvel marvel yeah. that's that's for me that's an easy one marvel mm, i'm sorry dc fans but marvel Spider-Man is the best thing. Like, I just love Spider-Man. For those of people that don't know, I've just seen an article about two hours ago that's suggesting that Marvel might go and buy Spider-Man outright, go and buy all the characters, and just be done with it from Sony. Make it happen, Marvel. Make it happen. Put Spider-Man in the MCU forever and ever. Um, yes, it, I'd, it, I'd, lo- I'd love that. I would. <laughs> I would. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Love it. <laughs> if you could um, pick one band mm-hmm. to bit to um, to tour with, who would it be? To tour with. Oh, one band. There are one so band. many. There's mm. so many. There are. There are too many. Can oh, I so do uh, one old school and one new school? Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. Alright, okay, so old school, it's got to be Limp Bizkit. It just does. Mm-hmm. Uh, new school. Um, I'd probably say... Hmm, Spirit Box. Ooh. Ooh, they have certainly one to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Spirit Box are awesome. Really, really love Spirit Box. And I Prevail uh, as well. I Prevail will... That's that's three bands now that I've given you explicit <laughs> ones. So I'll just no, I'll just say Spirit Box. There we go. <laughs> it's it's fine because like you've already said them and it's recorded now, so it's like it's happening. You can't it's, <laughs> we can't erase this. It's not like your homework. You can't get tickets. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Unless I edit it out, which I'm not, <laughs> yeah. not going to because that's that's too much effort for me. It's got <laughs> it's got to be a natural one. It's got to be a natural one. <laughs> exactly, it's organic. Um, yeah. If I was to say to you, you've got one band in the entire world to see, or in fact, no, let me rephrase that. If you could bring back one band, whether it be in their prime or something like who would it be? Okay. See, I could just go with the very obvious answer. 
which I feel like you would probably say the same thing. And I think you know what I'm probably going to say, but then again, at the same time, if we're, if we're going to... Possibly, but my answer's changed yeah, a little bit. Still, it's something yeah. that I was listening to. Okay. All right. Um, hmm. Do you know what? It's quite mad. Um, there are so many bands that I like that it's very hard to put my finger on one, especially especially if they're not around any longer. Mm. Um, but oh, I'm having a look through my uh, <laughs> my Apple Music. <laughs> um, I will tell you mine. It was uh, I did have an absolute uh, like weeks ago, but today after listening to um, Van Halen's second album, I was like, yeah. you know what? God, how good would it be to see Van Halen in their prime? No, absolutely. Do you know what? That's a that's a very very fair point. Um, oh, bands that have split up. This is so. Oh, this is. Oh, I I I actually I can't think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, System of a Down are back together, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, Damn in, it. In in fairness, I, I, I used to spam the idea of them to keep playing down and playing new music, but last year, was it actually this year they put out two tracks, so technically they've released new music, so we can yeah. download again. Yeah, right, okay, so this is, a, this is actually difficult. Can, we, <laughs> can, <laughs> I, can I think about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am so stuck right now. Oh, no, I've got it, I've got it. Go for it. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, they technically are not like actively. They're not together. together. Yeah. No, the last time I saw them was um, the year after they played their Finsbury Park show. Yeah. The Christmas number one, they played Download like as a, and I was like, oh, that was awesome. So yeah. Either Rage shirt. Against the Machine or Audio Slave. Oh. Definitely good call. I don't know how I didn't think of Audio Slave before or Soundgarden. Both, all three are solid. All, all three, three, all three. Forget the and one. We're doing all three. Oh, and there's your day festival right there. If you're booking a day festival, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the one. That's kind of sort of a headliner, but um, you know, <laughs> that's, a di- that's a different day. Uh, dude, yeah. absolutely awesome to catch up with you. Um, yeah, you know, no, it's, it's great. Thank you for having me. No, not a problem, man. Uh, I'm very, very supportive of what you what you do, um, and obviously as a fan, what you guys are about. All I say is. Anyone that's interested in the Babel Pop, go and check them out. In my personal humble opinion, they are certainly one of the rising bands to keep your eyes on. It's only going to get better and better from here. Cheers, man. Thank you. No, no worries, man. Dude, I'll catch you um, another time, another show. Hopefully not four years. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It can't be four years again. (laughs) We'll we'll make something happen whether or not we uh, meet up down south or something, but we'll sort something out, dude. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Stay safe. Look after yourself. Much love and all you that. too, dude. Much love. Take care, dude. And you. Bye, bro. See you guys. Bye-bye. So that was Ethan from the band at Thousand Thoughts. I hope you've enjoyed the interview. Um, I can't say no- enough about those guys. They're really like, a great band to keep your eyes on. Um, you know, been going doing their thing for a little while now, and I wish them all the best. To close that show, I'll be playing this one for you. As you heard me say earlier in the show, this really showcases Ethan's songwriting abilities. Um, I believe he wrote this song prior to any sort of carnation of 
a band, whether that be um, elsewhere or Fails and Force, it really is an awesome track. I hope you still enjoyed today's show. Um, please can actually, if you haven't done so, to like and subscribe to our platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts, as well as Podbean. Our social media handle is STT UK Podcast on Twitter and Set in Tone UK Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you wish to come on the show and do an interview or have any reviews, please reach out through the social media platforms or you can reach out via email, which is stt setintoneoutlook.com. Until next time, guys, bye for now. Um, and once again, thank you for your time. This one is, this one's for you.